0: We've all been there. It's go time, and even though you've shown up prepared, thoughts of self-doubt start to creep in. Questions like, can I really do this? Or, why am I even doing this? begin to take over. Then the physical symptoms kick in. Sweaty palms, a racing heart, and maybe the overwhelming sensation that you're going to keel over. Sometimes these feelings pass, and other times it takes a huge toll on your performance. Either way, it's never pleasant and just adds more stress to an already stressful situation. Whether it's an important interview, presentation, performance, or something else, we all want to do our very best during these big life moments. So how can we begin to change
1: these negative patterns? You just have to be able to stay thinking somewhat clearly in the moment. It's all about dealing with that mental turbulence when you have to go live or you want to do well or you need to do well. It's hard for people to sit down and think it through on their own because it's much easier just to get nervous and your mind automatically goes to, because your tension goes up, so your mind automatically goes to the things that could go wrong or have gone wrong or you worry that will go wrong and they never have and they probably won't, but we can make up all sorts of things.
0: That's Dr. Dana Sinclair, a psychologist who helps people perform at their very best in critical high-pressure moments. Over the years, she's coached pro athletes, performers, CEOs, and even surgeons on how to get out of their heads and push past these invisible barriers. She's also the author of the book Dialed In, Do Your Best When It Matters Most. She says there's so many people who have raw talent but fail to mold it into
1: long-term success. I've seen a lot of people Sort of flame out in their careers even though they're very talented while other people who are more mediocre in their talent have risen to the top. So I think it's very important not to just settle on talent but know that character, your mindset, how you approach things is extremely important being able to harness your talent and make your skills work for you.
0: Sinclair says that each person she works with is different. As an example, some athletes are able to perform incredibly well in the moment. But this could shift suddenly because they're lacking a solid
1: foundation. I do a lot of draft work for different teams. So I go in, say, to the NBA draft, and I talk to individual prospects. And I'm trying to find out in a very limited period of time just what that person is like. If the team does select them... What do we have to develop? What's going to help this person move quicker through their career? But there's also characteristics that you know are flags that are going to hold them back. So if somebody isn't very disciplined, if they're a bit of a hothead, if they can't focus, if they won't listen, if they don't show up on time, these types of things can be quite detrimental to their talent. Whereas, you know, I've seen other people who are mediocre and they are able to focus. They do listen to instructions. They do show up. They do check in with themselves and work on their weaknesses. They are reliable under pressure. Those people with that kind of character, we'll call it, tend to excel beyond what people expect.
0: In her eyes, character and mindset are two key ingredients for success. You're already halfway there if you're willing to look back and work on how a past job interview or presentation went. When picturing these moments, try to pinpoint how exactly you felt in the minutes leading up to the event.
1: We do tend to complicate it for sure. So the biggest things that get in people's way you know, expectations, fear of failure, worrying about results, being self-critical, being too negative. It could be anything that gets in the way. So I do like to talk about a few, there's a few myths that have to be sort of busted along the way, because we grow up with all this rhetoric on what it takes to perform well, you've got to work hard and all of that stuff. And really, it's about working better and not harder. So I talk about things like confidence. Everybody goes on about how important confidence is. And while you might want it, it's definitely overrated. And I don't even spend all that much time with my clients on it because we have to get away from how they feel, because that's confidence, onto what they need to do in the moment.
0: Building confidence in yourself is important, but it's not everything. It's an emotion. And some days you're not going to feel as confident. And that's
1: okay one big
0: tip she pushes to her clients is this
1: it sounds funny but breathing is a huge skill that you can do in 5 seconds to bring your tension down so you can actually think a little bit and focus a little bit so that's the number one thing there's lots of ways to breathe but my clients don't have time to go sit down for half an hour and calm down they need to do it right now so you know you're at the top of a mountain Heading down a ski course, you need to sort of settle in five seconds before that start gate. So again, these things are applicable to all of us in any of our performance lives, and we all perform, so we can all use it. Sinclair remembers when she worked with an
0: American Idol contestant who had passed the early auditions and was on her way to Hollywood. Even though she'd made the cut, she kept fixating on how she was in over her head and wasn't good enough. Sinclair jumped in and pushed her to
1: refocus on the next audition. I'm trying to get people off of how they feel onto what they need to do in the moment. And so what she had to do, three things. She had to breathe before. She had to sort of keep trying to settle herself down, which is very smart. She had to remind herself just to connect to the song so her mind didn't veer off onto how it was going to go so poorly. And then in the moment... While she was actually auditioning, she had to remind herself at certain points to stay on top of her high notes. So she's actually talking to herself through the performance. And this is what I want people to know, is that you don't just start and let it happen. You can actually talk your way through something and get a much better result.
0: So when reflecting back on a high-pressure moment, Sinclair says to list out your positives first. What did you do well? any parts you're proud of. Then focus on any improvements or modifications.
1: Don't be afraid. Look at yourself. Be honest. Pick out those one or two things that really help you and what you like and the other one or two things that, "Mm, you know, I do need to be better at this. Then learn how to shift when you drift, as in when you're coming into a situation that you're worried about, whether it's just an interaction or a conflict or asking for a promotion or having to present in a meeting, grab a couple of skills. What should I do in the moment? Do I just have to keep looking at the person just to make them think that I'm open and I'm actually listening because that will help? What do I have to do? Do I have to read the question a lot more carefully when I'm doing an exam? If I'm in an interview, should I just sit tall and look at the interview or so that, and then remind myself to actually listen to what they're asking me instead of just running ahead or interrupting. So these are some small things that you can do once you know what you should address as yourself, because it is different for everybody.
0: And don't forget to get in the right headspace the day of. Pinpoint what will help you feel relaxed, calm, and mentally sharp going in. This could mean heading to the gym, going for a walk, listening to music or spending some time with a close friend. In the hour before, take a few minutes to close your eyes and do some deep breathing. Fast forward to post-performance and it's over and done and you can let out a sigh of relief. But before you plop down, Sinclair recommends doing this while it's still fresh.
1: I always get people to check in on themselves after an event, performance, rate yourself, give yourself a number from one to ten, one being lousy, 10 being brilliant. Then actually write down, it only takes a few minutes, write down what went well, what you're pleased about, and then conversely, what didn't go so well, what you'd like to change for next time. Then you've got a pretty clear idea of what you need to adjust for the next performance.
0: To find out more about our guests this week, Dr. Dana Sinclair, visit viewpointsradio.org. For more behind-the-scenes, search Viewpoints Radio on Instagram, X, and Facebook. This story was written by our executive producer, Amira Zaveri. Our studio manager is Jason Dickey. I'm Marty Peterson. This segment is brought to you by Capital One. You don't need special gadgets to be a hero. With unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase, everywhere, the Capital One Quicksilver card makes you the hero of every purchase. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Coming up next week. Large parts of the coastal
1: area have become very difficult to live in, to grow things in, and to also get fresh water and so on.
0: What will happen when poorer countries begin collapsing from the effects of climate change? Then, Soul music is really the context in which white America is introduced to the black church tradition. In the 1960s, two record labels shaped the sound of soul music. But the story of Stax and Motown also tells the story of civil rights. I'm Marty Peterson. And I'm Gary Price. These stories in-depth on your public
1: affairs magazine, Viewpoints.